Hi, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bricia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners. And we're just following our dreams, you know, working to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right. And we're also moms. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Supermama Sisterhood. sisterhood. Hello. Hi, Supermamas. I'm Falta very excited about energía. What's going on? What do you mean? You were like, hello. Don't judge my hello. Okay. Don't show, don't judge my hellos, all right? Don't judge me. Don't this isn't hello. Whatever happened to Supermamas being a judgment-free zone over here? <laughs> I don't know. Thanks, you this tell is me. the support, sister. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I'm just worried. And are then, you eating? And then they say, I'm the mean one. Wow. Are you eating? Should I be wow. watching for what you're eating? Wow. Are you eating again? Do you want receipts? <laughs> I'm eating. I'm eating. In no, fact, I know. today I'm craving some Mariscos Jalisco again. What are you craving today? <sighs> Whatever you're craving. <laughs> I kind of want Mariscos Jalisco. That's a good craving. It's either too. that. I mean, this is what I like about uh, working out of the our, HQ? Our, our HQ, our Supermass HQ. It's because at the restaurant, you know, we have the restaurant and we have to decide within our menu, even though I love eating from the restaurant every day. But when we're here. We have a, we a have variety. options. We have we can we can um, dabble with non-Oaxacan yes. cuisine. It's so, so funny. Everybody tells me you're so lucky you're going to the restaurant every day. I'm like, yeah, but sometimes you can get to eat everything. I'm like, yeah, I don't eat everything off the money. Imagine if we did. I mean, I mean, I do. No, I mean, the, <laughs> yes, I do eat everything from, but I mean, it's like breakfast, lunch, dinner, una tlayuda para breakfast, un tamal para dinner, una, una botana oaxaqueña de cena. I would be like, I mean, 300 you're, exa- pounds. you're exaggerating. Like, people have three meals a day. If I were to eat at the restaurant, we've talked about how I don't believe that three meals a day are necessary. Normal people <laughs> out there have three meals a day. People have breakfast, people have lunch, and people have dinner. Normal people. You're just exaggerating. Like no. your usual self. Who is going to have three meals a day at the restaurant? Like, okay, for breakfast, you're going to have huevos con chorizo. Then for lunch, you're going to have like that. And then for dinner, like <laughs> you can still have three meals a day at the restaurant and have and keep it cool. Like you can have like a fideo no, for lunch. But listen, or you can you, have you don't listen to what I'm saying. for breakfast. You don't listen to what I'm a saying. A shrimp salad for lunch. No, that's not what I said. I said, people think that that's what we eat all day uh, long. Well, uh, but, no I do, but I do. But I do. no me escuchas? Why are you arguing with me? What's going on? What do you have against me? Jeez. I said, people say, you're like, <sighs> if Your I was at the restaurant <sighs> every day, if I was at the restaurant every day, I would eat like this. I'm like, imagine if I would eat like that. That's what I said. And but you I went do like, eat like nah, that. Nah, 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 nah. People don't eat. You don't eat. People eat. <laughs> you know what? anyway i'm not even going i'm not even going to continue this conversation i am not even going to amuse engage. you engage yeah i'm not You're going not, to I'm engage not no engage. no anyway all i said was that at the hq there is this bomb 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 mariscos yes. truck yeah down the street on Olympic, it's called Mariscos Jalisco. If you are from LA, I'm sure you know it. But Paulina, what's your order from Mariscos Jalisco? Okay, my order from Mariscos Jalisco is a uh, tostada de aguachile and a cocktail de camarón. Because tell me how you eat it. Yeah, tell tell them why before. Because the I'm gonna co- be sorry to eat this after the <laughs> the actual the aguachile is so spicy. It's so good though. Like, be prepared to like. It's really spicy. If you can't take spice, if you're the person that you're like, I'm not going to do spicy, don't order this. Yeah, don't order it. And if you're the person that says like, oh, I love spicy food, be prepared. It's spicy. 
It is spicy, but I tame down the spiciness mm -hmm. with a cocktail de camarón. So I mix it. I mix one shrimp that's our chile, one shrimp that's gone. But tell on. us, one ex trip. explain your bite. Explain your bite. So I get a tostada. I love their tostadas. They're so crunchy They're and so thick. thick. Yes. And like, you know. They're perfect. So then I spread some aguacate, limón, sal, one piece of the, the shrimp. One, Which shrimp? One of each. Oh, one okay. cocktail, one aguachile, and then I put some of the, um, what do you call it? Cucumbers, get there ahí. Mm -hmm. And then by that, I mean, and then that's it. I just like take a bite of it. And then after your bite, do you take like a sip out of the juice <sighs> from the camarón or? No. I don't, I don't do that. No me gusta la comida muy, muy wet. I don't like wet I know, food. but like when you, when, when you chew it, like do you take like a no, spoon and you perfect. take a spoonful of it's it? It's perfect okay. like that. It's perfect like that. I don't, I'm telling you, I don't really like wet food. So I have a taco de camarón. I, I actually, I eat two tacos de camarón and an aguachile, <laughs> and an aguachile, tostada. And I actually put like the aguachile on top of the, because of, these tacos de camarón are crunchy. So they're fried, <sighs> mm -hmm. so they're crispy. And I, what I do is I spread the aguacate on top of the taco. Mm. I put limon and I put sal. Mm -hmm. And then I put the aguachile on top of the taco. And then I get a extra of that sauce from the aguachile yeah. and spread it a little bit. And then add a little bit more salt on top. Oh, by the way, Brisa it. carries her salt with her. Yes. She carries a pack of salt I do. with you all I the do. time. I have uh, my finishing salt. <laughs> Your finishing because salt? Because that salt makes everything better. Yeah, so it does. I, I, um, Well, I think that finishing salt makes everything better. It's so good. And it's perfect when you have mariscos. So when I come here, I make sure I have the salt. Um, and that's how I keep bite, building every single mm -hmm. bite. Mm -hmm. And then in between, like in between the bites, like I'll grab a cracker. You know how they sell crackers? Uh, yeah, I, I do both. Tostadas y, y, y galletitas. Yeah, like the cracker, like I'll just kind of dip it. Like I'll probably dip it in your juice mm -hmm. and then just kind of like, you know. You know there's what? like a certain there's like a certain way to eat. Yeah, when I when, but the thing is this with the crackers, I have to have mayonesa on it. Mm, I have to have mayonesa on it when it's a cracker. When it's a cracker, I always have to put mayonesa because it just like reminds me of in in Mexico when you go have mariscos, they always give you mayonesa. Do they have mayonesa? No, that's what I'm saying. When I take it home, I eat it. Ah, yeah. okay, got it, got it. But I do. I, I love mayonesa. So we order mariscos. that. Um, the other thing we eat here at the HQ is also, well, mm. I always want to order spits, <laughs> but ever since I'm you got, it. I know, but ever since you got pregnant, like you just got, you, you, Mediterranean food. Uh, wait, wait, uh, but that's, no, I'm just over it. Like it's, I think it's like last year. Yeah. Last year we ate spits like every time we came but here. Spits is so good. Uh, anyway, I'm over it. I, we don't eat it anymore, but I used to like eating spits. <laughs> and then there's a place called Bread Lounge around yes. here that they sell. I was actually kind of debating today whether we should have mariscos or we should have Bread Lounge. Either one is good. I like the from, plenty from of Bread fish. Lounge. Because it's still fish. fish. It's still <laughs> fish. It's still fish. It's very fishy too. It's really good. It's like a tuna salad sandwich, but it's calling it a tuna salad sandwich. I think it's, You know, it's an understatement. It's definitely an understatement. Because also in the bread, because it's called the bread lounge, the bread has the bread, like, it's yes. an olive bread. So good. I like all their sandwiches there. I'm like, oh my God, why do you do this to me? What? I just like food. You see, here's I the thing. Okay, listen, guys. Paulina has this whole misperception of me how I don't eat, which I do. Well, no, and no, when no, I do no, eat, no. like I eat, I enjoy my food. I know how to prepare my bites. Like I... It's about quality versus quantity. It's, it's not about that, guys. It's just like the fact like that we're snacks. sisters and we have total opposite, uh, como se dice, metabolisms. <laughs> so, body frames. But no, 
Not body frame, metabolisms, because my metabolism is completely different than yours. I will say our body, you know how I, I know our body frames is, is, is the same? And this is what, honestly, kind of like, it's a genetic situation. Our tops are heavier than our bottoms. Yeah. When 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 we gain weight, like when I gain weight, like I wish I gained it in my ass. I wish like <laughs> I was that person that was like, oh my God, my ass is getting so big. And people say that like, I hate it. I'm like, shut up. Um, no, the first thing that like that starts erupting is my upper torso. My arms. You know, my arms, my stomach, like my face. Yeah. Like everything starts going up and I'm like, how do you move it down? You jump up and down. Yeah, like how? Like I, honestly, when I was younger, I used to like massage my, after I would eat, I would like massage. Things. To bring it down, like yeah, a toothpaste. I, I would think, I honestly thought that, you know, I actually thought that. Uh, yeah, like a toothpaste. You start yeah. reading yeah. down. How do you do that? I don't but know. But we're the same. It's the same. Elizabeth, you, yeah. me, Fernando, we all have the skinniest legs. And yeah. I get it. People that are bigger on the bottoms are probably like, oh, I'm so jealous. But I guess the grass is over greener on the other <laughs> side. Um, Believe me, I still have some mariscos uh, saliscos some from last time <laughs> right here behind my ribs. But I think, like, I, yeah, it's oh, and mom yeah. too. Remember her mom? Yeah, her arms? like under my arms, yeah. like that. Like when where mom, the, mom's, all, that's mom's thing. Also, you know, when, when, when we get pregnant, yeah. that's, you know, when I looked at yeah. photos of my, you know, I'm like, why, why? But like my legs are so skinny. You know where I hold the most like, uh, uh, chubbiness mm -hmm. between my breast and my back like that uh, that right there that that's area. where i have the most like right there i, well, I mean what, all I over you <laughs> but you know but mom's the same yeah. way mom, i think i also gave my 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 traumas from mom because you know mom's like ay estos brazos los odio odio mis brazos mira mis brazos todos flacidos mira 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 and then we go like to try clothes or something she's like ay Es que mira, mira, mira aquí, right? And it's like, then I'm like, should I look at myself? And like, what do I? That's exactly where I look. Oh my God, that's so true. But I think that's why it's so great to have positive body, positive image. Because especially when you have daughters. Oh, I know. Because you We're always talk you about should, weight should, with my kids. You should, oh, my son weighs himself every other day. But with my husband, because he's always like, daddy, how much do I weigh today? Yes, yes, I'm getting stronger. I'm getting bigger. So I don't know if it's different, but I want to throw that thing away. I went to uh, to the kids' museum in TJ, and they have this station about weight in the Earth against other planets. Mm -hmm. And Krista, I think she was like 29 kilos in Earth, but she was like five kilos in like the moon or something like that. And I was like, I want to live there. <laughs> and they were like, Yeah, but hay una diferencia entre la masa y el peso. And I was like, Oh, damn it. <laughs> I told you that. <laughs> yeah, well, they were saying that. I was oh. like, I know. I'm like, I'll still look the same. Anyway, I think that's what's really nice. Not that, we, I mean, going back to my, my beautiful body. <laughs> um, I think also we have a responsibility as adults to like love what we look like no matter what when we have female, like when when we have daughters. I mean, yeah, when we have yeah, sons too, right? Yeah. When we have sons too because you want to yeah, show them Yeah, because you want the guys to look at girls yeah, like yeah. in a healthy that's way. Why, that's why having a kid's a big responsibility, guys. <laughs> Super mama. <laughs> that's, that's why having a child requires a lot of wokeness. A lot of wokeness. Because that is how generational situations happen. Well, that's why I'm so glad that we have today's guest on the show. Yes. Oh, my God. I love him. And just he has done so much for the community, for 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 the Latino, Latina community, for to, you know, to bring us together and to make sure that there's representation mm -hmm. of, you know, of people who look like us, who talk like us on, you know, who move on, like us on television and also in an anime an animated series, which I think it's it's, you know, I know that everyone talks about representation in movies and Hollywood, which 
100% there should be, but it all starts in animated movies because that is what we start grow up watching. You know, I think that's why so many times a lot of our guests prefer Jasmine over Ariel, even though Ariel's incredible. It just, <laughs> that was the first, you know, brown princess yeah. that they that they kind of identified with it's true i mean you know you and i grew up watching sack morris in mexico and mm -hmm. thinking like he was the hottest guy just because he was blonde yeah so you know zach morris was i know you guys have know how much zach morris has meant to us through zach our lifetime morris. but yeah we grew up watching that um and how different would it have been to grow up watching you know other shows that have you know latina girls brown little girls brown little boys so i, I think know. it's so important so let's talk about our guest today Paulina. Lalo Alcaraz is an award-winning cartoonist who serves as consulting producer and cultural consultant for Nickelodeon's animated series, The Casa Grandes, the all-new spin-off of the Emmy award-winning series, The Loud House. Alcaraz is the creator of the first nationally syndicated, politically-themed Latino daily comic strip, La Cucaracha, which is read in American newspapers nationwide. He also consults on films and television shows, most recently for the Oscar award-nominating film Coco. He was a producer and, and writer on the animated show Border Town and is also featured on an upcoming Latino program, Habla y Bota Special, along with George Lopez and Jorge Ramos. Alcaraz is the co-host of KPF K Radio's widely popular satirical talk show, The Pocho Hour of Power, and co-founded the seminal Chicano humor zine, Pocho Magazine. He currently resides in Los Angeles with his wife, a public school teacher, and their three children. Without further ado, here is our incredible interview with Lalo Algaraz, producer of The Casa Grandes. Welcome to the show, Lalo. Thank you. Now, is your name Eduardo? Or? It is Eduardo. Oh, okay, yeah. so you went with Lalo. Went Your with Lalo life. in a uh, friend in... Uh, How old were you when you were just Lalo and nothing I, else? Well, when I was a kid, I was Eddie. Oh. Uh, and yeah. then I was uh, Eduardo. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then at Berkeley, my friends started calling me Lalo, so I became Lalo. Oh. And I just yeah. stopped, right? See, this yeah. is exciting. So I don't like nicknames. I uh -huh. am not like a nickname person. My, my husband and my son's name is Eduardo. Uh-huh. And I remember in Mexico, they're mm -hmm. like, oh, Lalito. I'm like, no, stop right there. <laughs> stop. I, I, His you, name is Eduardo. You can't stop and at the school, Mexican no, national at school, pastime of I know, nicknaming. At, and at school, <laughs> at school, I make sure I know everywhere I say no. He can only be called by his full name. I don't want Eddie. I don't want anything that's Because at some point, you stop being your name and you become this other. Anyway, I... I, I, Let's I start with I, our questions. That's why nicknaming magic is very powerful. That's what I'm but, saying. Like it's just it just it kind of like robs you of your identity. I think. Yeah, my fav my husband's favorite pastime is giving nicknames to people. So well, I, he's yeah, Mexican. It's, it's the he's, national. He's, like, he's from Defe, so Mexican you know? pastime. Yeah, you cannot sure. uh, avoid it. I mean, Lalo. Lalo is you know stands for Eduardo, Gerardo, mm -hmm. Eulalio, Abelardo. I mean, <laughs> I how lazy are Mexican <laughs> nicknames? They ran out of nicknames. I think it was just this kid who couldn't how to say Eduardo, and he's like, "Cómo te llamas?" He was like, "Lalo." Oh yeah, and, like, that's it just stuck. Whoever well, that kid is, that is my. That's what happened too. to our brother. Remember, he couldn't say his name. Uh, his name is Fernando, and he couldn't say his name as a little kid. He would say Chinano, so not everybody would call him <laughs> Chinano. 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 That was his. That was his name until See, like recently. He, he identified until himself. recently. I, I mean, people. Call Oaxaca Fernando. still call him Chinano. Like three people, by the, the anti-nickname rule. <laughs> I know. I'm telling like, you. I mean, anyway, <laughs> well, let's just start. I, well, wait. My my legal name is Edward. E D U A R. 
because my parents Edmund. didn't speak English. And uh, luckily I wasn't junior because my dad's name was Edmundo. So thank you for that. But uh, my, my real name is Edward because it sounds kind of close. You do look like a network. <laughs> W? No, with a Edward? U. Yeah. Edward. Like we can afford oh, he's missing an O. The, the D or the O, they can afford it. So they're on layaway somewhere. I would own that. I would own that. Edward? Edward? No. Edward. I prefer Lalo, seriously. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm already having fun. Wow. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Do you have kids? Who do you live with? And what's keeping you busy these days? None of your business. <laughs> uh, I have, I have, uh, I, have again. I have, I have three kids, uh, and uh, they are. How, how old are uh, they? Uh, they are <laughs> um, now. They're grown um, up, uh, um, uh, high um, school and college age. Now let's talk about what's keeping you busy these days, because you have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I'm empire building. That's why <laughs> I, I told this uh, book agent this morning. Because uh, no he was like, he told me this. I know I'm a good dropper of, uh, of course, you self-aggrandizing see, things because can. nobody else does it. Exactly, that's what I always say. Good for you, Lalo. Um, uh, somebody told me uh, 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 last year or two years ago, own it, Lalo. Own where 100%. you're at. And I said, duh, yeah. Yes, you know, drop the mic. Uh, so, si no tu quien. Yeah, for real. So um, I was telling his book agent today, a very <laughs> fancy man. Um, no, uh, that he's like, you got a lot on your plate. You want to, you sure you want to do this uh, book that you're talking about? I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm a multitasker and B, uh, we're empire building here. I'm doing it all. We're going to do right. it all. Oh, for That's sure. Right. For sure. For you. So I'm busy, um, doing, uh, working on a show called the Casa Grandes mm-hmm. on Nickelodeon. Uh, and it's a, uh, probably the first multi-generational family and probably the first animated Latino yes anything really mm-hmm. uh, uh, on TV um, and uh, and I want to say it's not just Latino but specifically Mexican family yes it's definitely right? you know we make a point of, of pointing out that is it is a Mexican and Mexican American family there's all types in mm-hmm. it there's immigrants there's uh, little chicanitos there's little pochitas uh, there's <laughs> Uh, there's uh, adults the funny that are born first generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there there's everything. Uh, there's we also uh, we have a lot that's set in a big city. Uh, we strive when we have to create new characters. I push for uh, other Latino nationalities to be included. You know, right. that's a thing. Like, yeah. let's let's put some Central American characters. We have a, a Salvadoran family oh, nice. that I help create for the show. Um, and, uh, there's, uh, Puerto Ricans, there's, uh, we have a, a Cuban dad, uh, we, we have everything. So we, we're striving to diversity, be very diverse within our Latino group. And mm-hmm. also, and we have other ethnicities that are represented too, especially half Asians. Yeah. I love know? it. <laughs> it's so funny. I love the show. It was, it's so funny when I was, um, there was a scene that I love. I always like the grandma's the funniest, right? All the time. Yeah. And the, the, the grandma, and I think about my mom because now she's a grandma. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, grandmas are funny with their comebacks when they talk to the kids. They're just, they're just funny. And I love that the, the grandma on the show is like, I mean, I'm not going to say this should remind me of my mom because then she'll get upset. <laughs> but he did. <laughs> but he kind of did. <laughs> she does. She still, you know, se, se, se reusa. Yeah. I, I'm lucky. I get to write these uh, texts. 
from Abuela. It's like they're calling like wisdom from Abuela. Uh -huh. And there are texts that you could sign up for. And uh, I wish I knew the number you text right now. I'd do a really good plug for it right Wait, now. We'll find it. But, we'll put it in the show notes. But, if not, we'll plug it in a little bit. Yeah, that's great. And uh, so it's great to write in her voice. Yeah. Because she's a very active character. And she's, she runs everything. She's the matriarch. Mm -hmm. Early on when um, we were developing the show with uh, The Loud House, which mm -hmm. is Loud House was the show it spun off from. Uh, and I can tell you that whole story. Let's go for it. Um, Ronnie Ann. Santiago is the main character of Casa Grandes. Uh, and uh, her uh, story is she moves from uh, Great Lake, uh, I'm sorry, from Royal Woods, the suburb where the Loud House is, mm -hmm. to the big city, Great Lake City, which is kind of a Chicago type city. Uh, and so, but, but back in the Loud House, she became a super popular character. She was skateboarder, little tomboy. Mm -hmm. She was, uh, uh, a little rough around the edges and she liked to prank everybody. She was very active and uh, adorable little brown girl. And she just popped. And so, um, they decided to, to take her small family, uh, and, and boost it up to a spinoff. Uh, and so it's been, uh, uh, it's been quite a journey from, from those days. Uh, that's where I first started, um, uh, working with Nickelodeon on, on this show. So I'm really excited that it, it took off as a, um, you know, a, a successful spinoff. Yeah. I love it because it's very relatable to what we live right now, right? A household that speaks two languages that not necessarily all fully in English, not all fully in Spanish. Like it's a mix of everything. It's a mix of like different musics, uh, different ages. People have different tastes. They're in different parts of their lives and it's just a mix. And for the kids, yeah. it's like, oh, this is what my house looks like. And it's not necessarily, you know, something in one kind of people. It's just like a diversity within a household. And yeah, I really like that. That's what we really wanted to show. And and nothing really focuses more than when we do casting mm -hmm. and when we're in. I get to supervise. I don't supervise is a loaded word. I'm at every <laughs> recording mm -hmm. checking people's accents and sometimes writing new dialogue As they um, go. on the fly. Um, and, uh, and, and, and just people look to me to, to make sure that, you know, the content is, is, is on track and it makes sense. It's authentic. Even when we had a really famous Asian American actor come in who was Korean, uh, and for an upcoming spot on the show. Um, and I would tell you, but, uh, we're not supposed to, uh, Say divulge who? the, these until they come out. Got it. Anyway, uh, this guy, uh, got up to the mic. Hadn't really been prepped by the show as far as what is this character exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and he said, now, and it was like, you could cut the tension in the room <laughs> with a knife. And he said, you know, how do you want me to do this accent? Because I could do it like this, this, this voice. And then he went into like a really super thick, cartoony, um, stereotypical Asian accent. And and everyone just kind of laughed and kind of <laughs> uh -huh. I said, can I speak? You know, and I said, you know, our goal in the show is to if it's appropriate, if the character is an immigrant, might have an accent, might have a light accent, maybe a heavy accent. Uh, but if they're born here and they're fluent and they're bilingual, then they should speak English perfectly and and pronounce Spanish exquisitely. And that's our goal, because we want little kids to hear yeah, Spanish so, properly yes, spoken. Yes. Um, and, uh, and then everybody in the room I could feel went, whew, 
<laughs> and uh, you know, I'm not I'm not the Asian uh, cultural consultant for the show, but I'm the cultural consultant, and I earned my money that day. And then he went on. Like and I actually charged overtime that day. <laughs> yeah, I, I stole a little extra snacks. <laughs> I do I love a good craft service though when they are taping. Oh yeah, it's my favorite thing. Oh no, we have. Uh, it's nice to work. Nickelodeon is. Uh, um, it has the feel of a of a TV production, but it's also kind of corporate on the other end, you uh-huh. know? And so they have really nice f- facilities and, uh, it's good to have good snacks, man. yeah, it, it, it's nice. It's nice. Can you tell us like, <laughs> what does it mean to be a consultant? Like uh, what, you know, what is your job for the show? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm a lot of things. I'm cultural consultant mm-hmm. and I'm consulting producer. So mm-hmm. the cultural consult consultant part means, I, I'm, I, I joke, I'm, I'm Mexican quality control, you know, like I make sure that the accents are right, that the words are correct. I help write dialogue, mm-hmm. uh, if needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, they ask me for stuff. They send me out on promotional things like super mamas, <laughs> awesome podcast. Uh, they, um, yeah, I do promotion. I do, uh, help them with marketing if, if need be. Um, and, uh, I do it all as far as it's, you know, I casting, uh, suggestions, casting ideas, story ideas, everything. Um, and in an ideal world, you know, the whole, all of Nickelodeon would be filled with at least, you know, 25% Latinos like, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh c- compared to the population, but right. it's not right now. Hollywood yeah. is not like that. So, um, but we do have, we have 47% Latino crew. Uh, on Casa Grandes, which That's is great. probably the Yay. biggest in, you know, the, the, the in Hollywood right now. That's, um, that's so I get lucky in working on the shows like that, like Border Town. We had like five Latino writers on Border Town, which was on Fox for uh, a season. Uh, Coco, you know, we had 100 percent Latino casting on yeah, Coco. I so I get lucky that way. Now, the consulting producer part is kind of the title for just anybody that helps out on a show that is on the writer's side a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, uh, I get to write once in a while, write a freelance episode. I write these other things, like I was saying, the text from Abuela. Uh, I write, uh, the, you know, the pod, I wrote a podcast where we, we, uh, we wrote a song about uh, learning Spanish. Um, it's out the, the um, vlog. I, uh, uh, there's, there's a vlog also. Yeah, yeah. The vlog is, has like these animated, kind of they're they call them puppets so it's not like the full animation from the show but it's like ronnie ann and lincoln talking we just did one where ronnie ann helps lincoln with her uh spanish homework yeah yeah, i saw that i I think that that one's out already yeah like yeah and uh so i get i get to write uh and help on lots of different things it's really cool every show had a a Latino You're damn right. quality control <laughs> because some sometimes I'm like, oh my God, did they just say that? <laughs> you but know yeah. what I do love though? Um, earlier you were mentioning about bringing other cultures into the show, primarily as a Mexican-American, Mexican family. Yeah. But I, I think it's so important today to actually showcase the diversity that we have within the Latino community because I think that is one thing that people just do not understand that you know, I love, Cristela said something on Twitter the other day. There isn't a country called Latinolandia. Like, it's not like there's a country, like, a, like look, this is where Latin is. And this is where all the Latin, yeah. Latino and Latina people come from. Yeah. You know, like Latin is an actual language and it's not, you know, it's not a, a race per se. I, yeah. I, I don't know. But the idea of adding more 
I just adding more attention or uh, to the diversity within our community, I think today is very, very important because, and even within each community, like even within Mexican communities, mm-hmm. you know, like there's so much diversity. I mean, we're from Oaxaca. You where, guys, where's yeah, your family from? You guys are from? the ambassadors from Oaxaca. You're like, <laughs> uh, uh, it, it's... If you need a Oaxacan in the next, in the next episode, <laughs> let me know. But, um, your family is from what part of Mexico? Uh, uh, my mom's side was uh, is from Sinaloa, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so El Chapo is my uncle. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and in the other side, my dad's side is from Zacatecas. Oh. So my sister in law is from Zacatecas. So is my husband's half. Uh-huh. My a- husband. Every half other Mexican in LA is from Zacatecas. <laughs> yeah. And every other Mexican in in uh, San Diego is from Sinaloa. Oh, there you <laughs> so, go. Very, very different than, you know, being Mexican from Oaxaca. And very mm-hmm. different experiences also being totally. Mexican-American, being Chicano, than being first generations or yes. being an immigrant. It depends mm-hmm. on what year you were born, right? It's just so much diversity yeah. within our culture, the way That's we right. speak, the way we think. I mean... Even when I speak to my sister, my, our youngest, our youngest sister, she is, you know, in her mid twenties, and her idea of a Mexican identity is so different mm-hmm. than yeah. than ours. Yeah, um, you know, she was two when she moved here, and you know, we were. I was thirteen. She was thir- she was already yeah. going into teenagers and wow. teenage yeah. years, and. I was ten, and it, it's just it's a different it's a different world, and I and I yeah. think that those every story is very unique, but it's very important to tell oh, because yeah. just there's millions of people like you, millions of people like me, millions of Cuban Americans, uh, Puerto Ricans, uh, well, you know, Central Americans, hundreds, <laughs> hundreds, you know, Central Americans, <laughs> Colombians, you know, there's just so much dozens um, and <laughs> in LA maybe, but in the country. And I think like, and I just think it's just so important. So I think what you said was really good. And also another thing that you mentioned that really, I think struck a chord with me was just the idea of showing um, Mexican, Mexican American family being a matriarchal family. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, abuelo here forgot. Um, <laughs> well, that, ignore, that was the you point. Don't, you don't have an abuela here next to you to tell you what you think. <laughs> that was the point I was trying to make earlier. Um, that the uh, wait, what did you just say? The uh, matriarchal, <laughs> matriarchal, matriarchal family. <laughs> Abuela is on top. Yes. She's not only the building supervisor. Yeah, she fixes everything, and that's like a joke. You know, she like will lift the couch up with yeah, her, I thought. Her big bicep. You know, <laughs> um, and she's literally a strong woman. Um, but I mean, she's running the whole everyone's life. And so, um, but, um, yeah, no, it's good to have inject a little bit of as much realism, you know, as we can. And so, so it rings without feeding stereotypes, true. I'm assuming, right? There's, there's, there's a difference between being realistic and then a difference between like feeding into what, what America thinks we are. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, we're never going to get into a super negative thing on, on our show, but I strive for that in all my work. So it's, it's my level of, you know, sorry, I'm not against stereotypes. I think they're I, I, I like to think of them as archetypes instead, like mm-hmm. the abuela. You could say, oh, the abuela that's like bossy is a stereotype. So, no, it's archetype. No, you, you know? know what I think is a stereotype. It's a real thing. I think what I think is a stereotype. And I think, you know, I, I've gone to realize this more as as I get older and wiser. <laughs> um is that there's a stereotype about the macho Mexican man, right? Mm-hmm. And even though it's true, I mean, my father is the epitome of what you consider a macho, jealous, 
Whatever you think of a macho Mexican, that's my dad to the T. Like oh, no he wonder fits we got along so well at the party. <laughs> yeah, and hides it very well too, you know? Um, but then like in the same, it's it's really interesting, the dichotomy of uh, Mexicanism is that, yes, you have this very strong male presence, mm-hmm. but you have even a stronger female presence yeah. because who, who really runs the home and who really kind of, you know, kind of keeps the family keeps it together, together. Yeah. It's, it's the woman. it's the female energy yes. it is the mother Always. Yeah. so to have to be to have these two characters you know characters are really people in your life in your mm-hmm. home as you grow up whether you grow up female male in between like you kind of like you, you kind of grow up seeing this thing it's like there can be a strong man but there can be just a strong woman at the same time and and i think there's also this mis- like this kind of misconception misconception that you know, the woman with a macho man has to be this like timid woman and whatever, but it's like, it's the complete opposite. I, I think Mexico in general yeah. as a country is run by abuelas, by, by women. These yeah, women who, yeah. I always say they have single-handedly kept the culture alive. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for these women, our culture will be lost through food, through art, through stories. It is Our culture oh, it would is just women. be cantinas. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at that. I'm just saying. <laughs> but what I'm saying is just there's this this idea that women are the 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 ones who hold down the four culturally. Yeah, in, that in, is in Mexico true. and in, in a lot of countries. Really, yeah. I think um, I think maybe just I, I think even if you think about the Korean culture, the Chinese culture, a lot of these. Um, I'm not messing with <clears throat> any of those abuelas. Oh no, 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 no. I'm messing with a Korean grandma. <laughs> Um, but you know, like it's, 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 and I, and I love that you really made a strong character and, and it's not just like, haha, the funny abuela, but it's, it's real. It's like, she's the one who holds everything mm-hmm. down. Yeah. It's all rooted in authenticity. Uh, Miguel Puga is, uh, our creative director, mm-hmm. creative producer on our show. Uh, and he's, he's a young man. He's the one that got me hired. He told them. I studied Lalo in college, so you need <laughs> to hire him. Uh, and so he brought me on the show, but he was originally with the Loud House. And it's all his family are all the the people that they use for the 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 way the characters look. And uh, and also for their personalities, uh, for most of them, and especially for the abuela is his mom. Yeah. Uh, he says the combination of his mom and his abuela is all in, in, in that character. And that's why it resonates. And that's why kids... L- uh, we're doing very well in the ratings. I cannot give the exact numbers. We're doing super good. Uh, we're. Well, I joke that when uh, our show uh, runs on the weekend, uh, we are the number one Latino show on television unless the Raiders play. Right? <laughs> I believe that. Uh, I believe that. So, uh, so we're doing really good and we're doing like we're always the first or second uh, kids show if we run on on the weekends, which. It's a lot, yeah. you know. That's yeah. like it's resonating so with, with the kids. Out there too. Yeah, and and we write stuff that uh, you know, the show's funny. It is so super funny. We we write stuff for the parents. So because I lived through you know ten <laughs> Thank you. years of Nickelodeon uh, back in the uh, you know in the two thousands. So uh, I really appreciate seeing some like humor. It's not you know uh, it's not off color. Um, once in a while we might sneak something in i don't know it was not on purpose you know it's just uh uh the way it comes out but there's something it's co-viewing for uh the adults and uh so they they, they enjoy it and 
sadly, like I said, it's the, it's the number one Latino show. It's like the only Latino show <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I'm sure there will be plenty more to follow. Yes. I want to talk about one thing before before we finish and going into just where we can watch it. Why do Latinos love having birds? No, okay, so we, so, okay, we didn't grow up having birds. Yeah. Balina and I, our, our family never had growing up birds. Like my, my, actually my grandma killed a chicken every weekend. <laughs> if that's, anything. That's your pet. That's yeah. my, that was her pet. And like <laughs> then we would eat it. And, 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 and then she would make a nice barbacoa. <clears throat> so we didn't grow up. I had my friends in, in high school. However, I would go to their home and they all had birds and they all had a parrot. And I would tell my mom like, Hey, like I do it. And I think mom at some point, one she day, did. She no, we did. <clears throat> my tia Noemi has a, has a parrot. And that parent, right. she talks and she has a full conversation yeah, with you. And I kind of wanted, <laughs> and, she know, recites, and I low key they, they recite Bible verses too. Right. Yeah. I kind of low key wanted <laughs> that. That parrot is the most un-Mexican sounding parrot I've ever heard because like most Mexican parrots are like. <laughs> I kind of low key wanted to get a parrot, and my husband was yeah. like, "Why?" I'm like, "I don't know. I kind of, I don't know if it's the Latino in me. Like, what's happening? I'm getting older, and all of a sudden, it's like." Something inside me wants a bird. Like, tell us about why. Why do we love having? Because we don't want to feel lonely. Um, all, all I of mean, the I above. Have a dog. All of the above. It's funny. There was um, like we uh, we have on our sh- on Casa Grandes we have uh, Sergio the sass talking parrot, uh-huh. uh, voiced by uh, Carlos Alas Rocky, who was on Reno Nine One One. He's the Taco Bell Chihuahua. What? He, yeah, he's everything, uh, and it's hilarious. Uh, and he became like a, a character that we could actually kind of like beat up and <laughs> abuse. And he's he's a jerk, you know, he's like very self-centered and he doesn't cuss because it's Nickelodeon. But yeah, all the Mexican parents but I know, he would, if he oh, he would totally repeat anything you say. I remember um, my friends, my fr- one of my best friends in high school had a parrot and it was at home with four women at all times. The dad didn't live with them. And that poor parrot, all he did was just scream all day. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was younger, I was just kind of like, oh, I guess these par- this parrot doesn't, doesn't talk. He just screams. Uh, and then I realized, oh, no, you're living with four women. <laughs> of course, what are you going to be doing? This is like I have no Latina comment women. on that. I have no like four comment. Latina women. That poor bird, all he would do all day is just scream. scream. <laughs> traumatized. Traumatized. <laughs> But uh, it's it's a fun character that we have. Uh, we have a lot of animals on the show. the The dog's name is uh, Lalo. The Se- Sergio is named after the famous cartoonist Sergio Aragones from Mad Magazine, and oh. Lalo is named after uh, some guy. That, <laughs> That's what I was like, is it uh, named after you? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, so, uh, but Sergio is the only one that talks. Uh, so he he's fully sentient, does all kinds of crazy stuff. So he's a really um, un, you know, uh, unpredictable, fun character that does work. But um, uh, talking about pets, um, we also went through a thing where, uh, uh, let's just say, um, the 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 abuela was having too much of a a pet moment with an with with Sergio, and I go, you know what? I mean, she likes Sergio, but. Mexicans don't generally have pets, you know, they're like, or they treat pets like, like farm animals, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. right? Like, like my mom. Always, outside by yeah, the yeah, exactly. They don't come in. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, no, they, don't they don't come in the in. house, no, no. you know, dog, no dogs, dogs, cats in the house. Like, yeah, they're, they're, animals. Dogs. they're animals. Yeah, yeah. So very practical uh, about that. And my mom would, my mom would always tell me, don't ever name a, a pet with a human name. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like, okay, I get it. You know, we're not equal, you know, whatever. But, 
<laughs> I, so I introduced that kind of, but you know, it's a kid's show, so we, we can't, it's not National Geographic documentary. <laughs> right. No, I mean, no, it's true though. I mean, dogs are dogs. And that's why I think, Mexico, I think yeah. we still I'll have lo- yeah. conversations like that with my dad today. And it's like, but dad, like your oh dog. Oh my God, I remember we had like a full on discussion <laughs> like with my dad. A full on argument regarding Argument, dogs. like the whole family, the six yeah. of us. This is, about, yeah, this is like a, about a dog, a street dog from Oaxaca. Like, you know, in, anyway, but we can go on and on about just dogs. Well, and well what Casa Grande is uh, give me a chance to do is to give back. Uh, you know, I grew up not seeing myself on TV and uh, this is a way, you know, I dedicated my whole life to creating media where we can see ourselves. The, you know, Casa Grande is, uh, you know, it's revolutionary really yes. to show a little brown face on TV so that a little, little kid. It's think it's 2020 and you're still revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. And, and kids can see themselves reflected and think that they're normal. Yeah. Speech over. <laughs> That's amazing. You so Thank much. You. So um, people can find the show every Saturday morning. Yes. At eleven ten central on Nickelodeon, I know it's also available for download in iTunes, and you can follow them on Instagram at the Casa Grandes and see more content on Nickelodeon's YouTube channel, which is yes. where Paulina gets. That's where I. That's where I watch it. Oh yeah, my uh, Day of the Dead episode that I, I wrote uh, aired uh, that was uploaded on YouTube uh, during. Uh, Dia de los Muertos, uh-huh. and it w- like it got like four million. Oh, views. I mean, I can imagine that's you know, everybody wants to. It was crazy, so it's really great to you know have that uh, outlet too. Oh, that's so beautiful. Well, but, and then oh, when can you? And where can people you? follow you? <laughs> and then where can people find you? Fight you? I don't want people to find me. <laughs> at fight all. you. Send don't you, send no. you, send you nice love notes. Maybe you will get a, nice. you're, you're going to get a lot of love from the Super Mamas community. Yes, okay? it's, it's so, so nice. So where to can get. our moms? Where can our moms send you some love and some thank yous? Yes, some very much you know well-deserved thank yous for changing the culture every single day for the rest of the generation, for the next generation, for our kids. You know what? It's people like you really that are going to make our kids very empowered. Yes. I hope so. So thank you. where can our moms burn this place down? <laughs> where can our moms find you? Uh, you can. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm. All all over social media i'm on facebook instagram uh i'm on uh, twitter too way too much i do love your uh, tweets uh thank you your I, tweets I, keep me entertained oh good i try i try uh, i'm like you are saying everything i wish i could out loud. <laughs> i don't know why I'm, i still care too much i think i'm like when I'm, i say i don't care you know i'm like i don't care how people say i'm like care. no when i read that i'm like no i still care <laughs> <laughs> i want you to care um but uh you can follow me on just look for me I'm, I'm out there or you can uh, Lalo Alcaraz, right? yes. <laughs> or you can read my daily comic strip La Cucaracha in the LA Times or go to gocomics.com slash La Cucaracha you can have it emailed to you for free and every where can damn mom support day. you financially what can we purchase <laughs> yeah what can we purchase or the Lalo <laughs> fund <laughs> My Venmo is no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but do you have merchandise? You have um, anything where we can support? And uh, you know, uh, come to my website laloalcaraz.com, and you can find <laughs> click the donate button. <laughs> stuff. Click the donate button now, um, and uh, you don't have to send me money uh, unless I'm trying to sell you a calendar. Then you better buy one. Well, there we go. See, that's good. Uh, oh, I would love to get a little idea. calendar. Are oh, you doing I, that? You know what? I have some. I have one do they right have there. Let's, can you grab one right Let there? Let me see. Let's let's show you audience studio right audience member is a calendar in the a calendar in the 
en, la, en, en esa caja de cartón que traje. Sí, sí. If you whip out a tortillería calendar out of there, I'm going to be tripping, man. Oh, my God. Okay, like, see, uh, this so, is what moms uh, can buy. Is this on your website? Yes. Perfect. Uh, I have a few left. But, you know, next year... Uh, and I brought one for the mamas, oh, the super mamas. Oh, thank you. I love this. Yeah. We'll, post, well, it's okay. We can just take photos and upload on Instagram. People can print them so they don't have to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys go. <laughs> thank With you, guys. Super mamas. Yeah. Go, free. go ahead. Make t-shirts. I'll chase <laughs> we'll you do, down until like the super, day you die. We'll do like a super mamas imprinted logo on here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show, Lalo. Yeah, You're sure. Watch amazing. Casa Grandes. We will. Hilarious. We will. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Hey, Super Mamas, Paulina and Brisa here. We just want to remind you to rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, have you seen us rocking our Super Mamas swag? Well, we want you to join in. Use promo code SMPODCAST at checkout on supermamas.com slash swag for 15% off your next order. Again, that's code SMPODCAST on supermamas.com slash swag for 15% off. Okay, now back to the show. Actually, we're, 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 not, we're, not, we're not letting you go yet. We forgot that we cannot let you go without our little fire cushion situation over here. Fuego. And, we're keep, and we're gonna, we are going to keep it PG as well since it is Nickelodeon. Sure, okay, thank We're you. We're not going to hit you with the real ones, because if we did, <laughs> the three of us would get fired. <laughs> okay, let's start with number one. Are you a texter or a phone caller? Texter. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Who that was going to be a word? Texter. I, I don't even answer my phone. I just... Do you listen to your voicemails? Not really. When was the last time you checked your voicemail? Um, I don't know, two weeks ago, because some insistent person kept calling. Is your voicemail box full? Uh, it is not because I don't encourage people to call me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, are you more like dinner and movie person or just like chill backs and relax and cook at home and do nothing? Um, um, I, I like to chill these days, just eat at home, but, um, I like to go to the movies. We were a movie going family. Oh yeah, we are too. When was the last time you took your wife out for a dinner? Um, a date night um, too long and you gotta think that long come on dude let me think uh, no, no, well no, I no, take no, her to no. the movies all the time so mm, okay <laughs> well, well speaking of movies what's the fancy last fancy recliner movie <laughs> right the VIP speaking of movies speaking of movies what was the last great movie you watched uh Jojo Rabbit oh I you still haven't my seen brother loved that movie God, so I still good. haven't seen it's it it inspired it. me I'm writing Writing my own Jojo Rabbit right now. Oh, that's amazing! No. You know, my husband watched it and he did not like it. He was like, "Really?" But my brother loved it. <laughs> it was my so brother, good. My brother loved yeah. it. Like it's a so lot bad. of people have told me, it was incredible. It's my brain melted when uh, the music that they play on 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 that movie is just inspired. It just I was from the moment one. Oh, yeah. okay. So Ooh, good and nineteen seventeen was all right. Yeah. Yeah, except they have a bad moment in where they uh, uh, a, a, a a cultural consultant could have helped them. <laughs> they had a British uh, soldier and a French woman totally communicating in like this weird bad English and French to each other, and it was like, nah, nah. I don't buy it. I don't care how many languages Europeans speak. 
nah, it didn't uh, work. It, it was like, took me out. Yeah. Mm. Well, and also, what is your favorite book? Uh, my favorite book, uh, gosh. Um, my own. <laughs> my own books. Yeah. My 2020 uh, Lalo Alcaraz <laughs> calendar. <laughs> I just got my, I don't uh, just got my son a book which was uh actually I just, I just bought myself a book about the production design on alien so oh. uh that's more of the books that i kinda, because um there's a little known uh, well i don't know right now cartoonist named ron cobb who was a famous cartoonist in la cartoonist in the 70s i think he's from australia came here did a lot of left-wing cartoons mm-hmm. and eco cartoons and then became the production like a a designer on Alien, and oh. designed all the the cars, the spaceships, the the equipment. And I was like, oh, if I had one more lifetime, man, I would be Ron Cobb, and I would design all this Not stuff. Too late. I studied architecture. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> no, well, I got to build my movie the, empire. Did you so. see the Super Bowl performance that J Lo did at fifty years old? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's. You were just getting started, my well, dear. Well, she does one one thing good. She's a great entertainer. Are we had a whole discussion. Me? At our Super Bowl party about that, you know, like she just knows, she just knows, she just knows that yeah. people want. On Twitter, this hilarious comedian, I was just, she's fifty. Said, yeah, I love her. She said, uh, somebody said, oh my god, J Lo, she could dance so good. And this comedian goes, yeah, I would dance good too if I could sing. <laughs> <laughs> but she's an overall great entertainer. No, she's she's and amazing. Then she's the incredible. whole. Puerto Rican flag thing was awesome. The point, we're not going to talk about the halftime show. What I'm saying is, (laughs) look at her. She's 50. She's just starting a whole new life. You can do, you can still do it. I believe that. I know. Age is nothing but a number. So you can still do that. I know. I'm empire building right now. There you go. Um, Okay. Who is your favorite Casa Grande's character? You have to have a favorite. Oh, um, it's Abuelo because it's me. It's like <laughs> I am that character. My lounging around part and, and like not wanting to deal with people. Uh-huh. That's Abuelo. That's me. That's, that's like my favorite. My dad too, that's though, my right favorite dad. character. He goes to bed at 4 p.m. sometimes. Yeah, yeah I dad? wish I could do that. Dad, remember he just. Oh, yeah. He take, no, he takes a nap at 4. He doesn't uh, yeah. go to bed at 4. He's in bed, taking a nap. <laughs> Okay. Are you more like a venelotes person or tortas person? Can oh, elotes for, all the way. For a snack? How do you order it? Any form Are of Are you more elote. like an esquite person? I'm more like uh, with a stick. I'm more with the stick with everything on it. And then Extra esquite something? is just that much second place. You it's know what though? Like, I'm going to tell you something. I, I go to TJ, you know, and when I go to TJ, the elotes taste very different than here. Oh. I think we're used to the elotes here because they're sweet. The elotes in Mexico are like uh, more. Sa- more savory and they're harder. So it's a totally different experience. Mm. Try oh. try one. When you go to Oaxaca, try one. Last time I tried one in Oaxaca, I got major chorro. Wait. Uh, wait. <laughs> like major. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, first and last time. I'll have mom make one for me. Yeah, but they're I different. Really but the elotes, the elotes in Mexico, because they're like, I don't know, the real thing. They're not sweet. You know no, my, mean? my stomach was not pleased. I like to order my elotes sin chorro. Yeah. <laughs> the ones here are fine. I don't know. Maybe, you know. You, your stomach's used to it. No, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'll have mom make one for me, though. I like corn in all its forms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Come on. Early riser or night owl? Uh, early riser or night owl? Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, I don't sleep. 
<laughs> I, 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 bare minimum, I can survive on, on six, on five. I can, you know, I'll be dead in two days, but yeah, six five or hours. six hours. Yeah. Mm. You sleep five or six hours a, day, a night. Mm-hmm. Mm, no. What are you like? Lucky. <laughs> Boy, I'm like nine hour every yes. night. She does. Eight she does. Nine. She yeah. does. She does. I, nine. Uh, Eight, nine. I go to my, I, I get up at 6 a.m. to get uh, everyone out. So uh, you go to sleep like at what, one? And sometimes, yeah. And oh. and so midnight one. And then I come, well, I go to work and then I go to Super Mama's podcast. I'm more uh, like an 8.30 p.m. to 5.30 a.m. kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 8 p.m. Bye, guys. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> and oh, then I, I'm sorry, I'm going through my house oh, schedule. Go, 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 please. And then uh, come back from uh, work at Nick uh, or taking meetings and then work on comics uh, at night uh, wow. and do my other stuff. Wow. And then, wow. yeah. I guess that's how long you have to work to make it as big as Lalo. Yeah. But I'm going to be sleeping. hiring soon. I'm so. sleeping my way through life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram or Facebook? Um, I'm on I'm on Facebook too much. Yeah? But I'm Twitter. Twitter. Really. Oh, true. Yeah, you yeah. do. You, you are more of a Twitter, Twitter person. I'm getting better and better at Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I like Well, Instagram. you are an abuelo, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Um... Your but, taco order. Yeah. I'm How curious. Do you order? Taco order. When you go uh, eat tacos, what do you order? I like, I, 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 I'm a boring asada guy, but uh. nothing like tripitas. Okay. Oh, yeah. If it's good. Uh, uh, Christmas. Uh, okay. Yeah. Both? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I also I know that's a New Mexico thing, but I apply it to my life. I would have pegged you for like a salsa roja kind of guy. I like roja. I like verde. I just... I would be the worst foodie because I just eat everything. <laughs> I'm like, I <laughs> don't best. discern. Or the best. I just, I... I really? Uh, but what do you do? Con, con, con cebolla, cebolla? Oh, cebo I'm a cebollero from way back. Yeah, I love cebolla. Raw. Grilled, raw? Um, um, raw. raw cilantro, no cilantro? Cilantro all the way. So a lot of cilantro, cebolla, limón, pepino, uh, no pepino. I can pass on. I can, I, no, cebolla, cilantro. Salsa, 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 that's limon. it. That's it? You don't do like a chili I'm on the side? I've run out of room in this imaginary taco <laughs> just like, just like with all these <laughs> extra we fixings. We have a taco. It's like it's a whole... It's like, it's like, like, it's like, like a whole... <laughs> yeah, and no, each no, bite no, has just, to be built on. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> you put limon in every bite and some sal. And, and a little bit of sal. And you bite you put extra sal on it. No, you know what I mean? And I, have my, I carry my salt with me. She I am trying to cut back because, you know, abuelo here on the salt. I'm also... I had this discussion about uh uh vegan uh food can and i tell you the funny story okay go go and then uh, i'm gonna tell you something you're gonna laugh mine is like it. i had someone on my radio show uh -huh. who was uh, who's a chef and has like a vegetarian thing but i thought we were gonna be talking about how how mexican food is already vegan friendly vegetarian uh -huh. friendly and then she comes with the the fake cauliflower tacos and the <laughs> fake jackfruit. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to chase like fake meat making things into it's, it was spurred by a disgusting video on, on Twitter about making these like gross cauliflower tacos that were just disgusting. But they're like, what's wrong with cauliflower? I was like, there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm not trying to make fake meat. You know, I just want, I want to eat better. I want to eat more veggies. I'll have a taco of like, you know, hit me with every kind of fancy Mexican veggie, Thing there is, but you know, like get out of here with that fake, like trying to fake me out. I was at a dinner party in Sundance. Ah, I, mm. can, I, I can drop stuff too. 
<laughs> and uh, there was this man there and he was telling me how he just opened a, a coffee shop in Riverside, I think. And he was just going on and on. A great person. The coffee's amazing. Um, It's not about the guy. And he's like, oh, we have a chef on the weekends. We have this like vegan menu. You know, we have vegan chilaquiles. I was like, Right. So you mean <laughs> chips and salsa? <laughs> and you know, I'm like, because by definition, like, chila- yeah. I mean, like, chilaquiles, chilaquiles sauce like, it's just sauce and chips. Yeah. You mean chilaquiles without cheese? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not really following what you mean by vegan chilaquiles. <laughs> and he was like, oh, right. <laughs> like, I mean, like, what do you mean? Like, I know. Is, is like it vegan? Ch- like, what? It, you have chips with sauce and like you forgot the cheese and you forgot the egg and you forgot like I don't understand I'm not following what you're trying to do with this vegan chilaquiles exactly anyway so what are you absolutely loving right now (laughs) just anything it could be a book could be an app could be someone you're following on Twitter could be a dish that you just found could be a cauliflower taco that you just <laughs> happened to stumble upon. Could be vegan chilaquiles. Like, what oh, are you really man. loving right now? I don't know. I mean, uh, a I book, was... a brush, a shampoo, oh. a lotion, <laughs> something for the heartburn. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I did get a little jar of those. Uh, uh, is it? Uh, the little chile, <laughs> the little round red uh, chiles, the chipin, is that what they're called? Oh, chiltepin. Te, yeah, mm. chiltepin. Yeah, chiltepin. that's right. Yes. And I've been a oh little God. bit into yes. those I like, say, like sprinkly... moringa or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, chiltepin are so chiltepin. good. Yeah, they're, they're so, powerful. So, they're mighty. So oh yes. my gosh, they're, that's I've been putting them in everything. Yes. Oh, so nice. that's yeah. been a new thing. I'm kind of minorly obsessed with. Oh, yeah. You love chiles? Oh mm-hmm. man, my mom makes the best. Like the best, she brings me like a jar of chiles that she makes. Oh my god, stop! I'm to bring you one. <gasps> I did eat this. Um, I went to this uh, Marisco's taco place, kind of middle of the road seeming, uh-huh. and oh my god, the food was so good. Um, uh, I'm not gonna tell you where it's at, uh, but uh, it, the uh, they had the the kind of the. Chiles, the yellow chiles that were the, the chile huero? Yeah, but they're you know I don't know what the 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 term is called, but they're like you know they're they're kind of cooked in their um, and oh, they have another red chile yes. sauce on them uh-huh. and they're and cebollas oh. and they're just they're they're just like you know uh, condiments. In a kind of. Yeah, kind of, mm, but it was so just good. the big whole chiles. Like kind of. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my god, I was like. Why have I never come to this place before? That was better than my shrimp burrito I got. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second one that, I mean, last question. What do you wish people will stop doing? Or what are you over? What are you so over? <laughs> like, what are you done with? Oh, God. Um, what are you just like, stop, move on, 2020, oh new decade, God. get yeah, over this? Jeez, I don't know. It's a little esoteric and dumb, but I wish people would stop relabeling Chicano history with Latinx history (laughs) or trying to make everything now revising everything and making it Latinx. And it's just a pet peeve. And I got into an argument with uh, a, a, an ally supporter Uh about it. And I think we just dropped it because we thought this is going to turn into world war three. But I'm writing a thing about, 
uh, the Pachuco era right now. Oh, nice. And um, some, somebody, somebody was kind of saying, <laughs> look at what happened to all these poor Latinx people. I'm like, these were all Mexicans. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing was about anti-Mexican hatred. Why are we erasing that? Why are we, you know, so in my way, the Casa Grandes trying to boost, you know, and label and clearly say like, I mean, I grew up with people saying Mexican was a slur, you know, so oh. I don't, this is why I go crazy when people mm. say like, stop talking about Chicanos and Mexicans. It's like, no, you know, like I grew up people telling me that that was wrong, wrong and negative yeah. and I'm wow. never going to. You know, and like people so that powerful. argue about, you know, like, oh, Mexico is an evil state and you should never claim anything. It's like, come on, man. It, it is what it is. Mexico is Mexico and let's enjoy it. There's so much beauty, diversity. You can be a Oaxacan American if you want. <laughs> or just yes. a Oaxacan. Or just a Oaxacan, you know, uh, and, and it's OK. But you don't have to like crap on mexico plenty of people already are cheering for that so thank you so much for being here i think you do a lot and i'm I'm so thankful to have for having you thank you i appreciate thank you so much for creating a space for our children to feel proud of who they are yes um for us and for us to feel great about our our skin color our heritage our culture and learn more about our history thank you thank you so much for all the work you do Hey, sisters. Thank you so much for listening. Hope all of you guys are subscribed to our newsletter. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button on superromance.com. We will be sending out invites to upcoming events, promos, and super cool surprises your way. And of course, you can always keep up with us through the gram at underscore supermamas and on Twitter, also at underscore supermamas and in the face at supermamas podcast. Oh, one more thing. We want to hear your Supermama moment of the week to share with all of you sisters. Call into our hotline, 424-329-3707, and leave us a message or simply email us a voice note to hello at supermamas.com. Very soon, we could be featuring you on the show. Please remember to leave your name and Instagram handle for a chance to be featured. Much love, and see you next week. Super Mamas!